This is the Mercy Talk podcast. Mercy Talk is brought to you by Mercy Multiplied. We exist to encourage, equip, and empower both men and women with the same biblically-based principles we've seen work for over 35 years in our residential homes. If you want to find out more, head on over to mercymultiplied.com. Hey everyone, welcome back to Mercy Talk. This is Melanie Wise and I have the lovely Rachel Thomas in the room with me. What's up guys? (laughs) And for those of you who are joining us, maybe for the first time today, first of all, welcome. Second of all, you are joining us on a kind of special week for us because we are posting two shows this week, which is a very rare occasion. Um, We usually just post on Thursdays. This week we had a post that went up on Tuesday and this is kind of the second part of that. So we are doing kind of a two-part um, episode this week um, on the Enneagram. Yes. That so is good. a really, really exciting series that we have just started, you guys. And we have the amazing Beth McCord um, in to basically chat with us mm-hmm. about just kind of foundations of the Enneagram. Because yeah. some of you guys may be like, oh my word, are you serious? The Enneagram, again, yeah. I can't escape it. Sick it's it. everywhere. <laughs> um, and so we wanted to um, to do a series on this because it's something we get super excited about. We talk about it yes. all the time. All the time. Um, But for any of you who don't really have a lot of background on it or just like, okay, if I'm going to listen to this series, I better have a clue as to what we're talking about. That's really what we're focusing on this week is just laying the foundation. What is the Enneagram? What are the numbers? And the cool thing is, is that you and I don't have to act like we're experts, even though we feel like we are sometimes. We do, basically. We actually have a real expert (laughs) with us. And so um, if you're joining us and this is the first time, I encourage you, if you're like, I don't know anything about the Enneagram, go back and listen to Tuesday's episode because Beth walked us through numbers one through five. Today we're going to continue our conversation with her. She's going to walk us through numbers six through nine, but let's be honest, we aren't just talking about the numbers. We're going all over the place on just other great gems that she has to share with us about the Enneagram overall. So um, let's go ahead and jump back into our conversation with Beth. I have to do one quick aside question because I have a feeling you've been asked this a million times, Beth, and it's like the the quintessential question that people ask when they first start learning about the Enneagram, and that is, what was Jesus's Enneagram oh, yeah. number? Yeah. I want to know how you respond to yes, this. Please tell yeah, well, I mean, honestly, I'm like, he's not a type. I mean, uh-huh. the, if anything, he was the perfection of all the types combined mm-hmm. if if anything but even that I feel like that, that diminishes him yeah, you know like yeah. like he's so much more than what but I do but yes I do think he represents the healthiest parts of all nine types yes. and, and truly and honestly like he is our example you know when yeah. he says you know follow me I am the truth he really is and so yeah. you can look at him from and we talk about this you know in our teaching all the time of you know, like, um, like let's say type twos, type twos are always focusing on others and they think that's being Christ-like. Well, it's like, no, like Christ took care of himself. Like Mm -hmm. he would get up early Mm -hmm. and go be by himself. He asked people to come and pray with him when he was in distress. Mm -hmm. So he had his own needs and to be cared for. And twos, when they do that, their hard wiring says they're being selfish mm-hmm. and they're not being Christ-like or they're being whatever. Yeah. And that's just not true. So we want to, we want people to see how Christ was 
and how their hardwiring is actually distorting it mm. and not seeing the representation that Christ has for them. Yeah. Um, you know, like the type nine, well, Christ was in conflict all the time, mm. you know? Um, now it wasn't like he was necessarily going around trying to stir up unnecessary conflict, but he stood up for the truth instead of accommodating and going along to get along. So mm-hmm. any of the types can look at him as a representation of the healthiest form yeah, of them. But I wouldn't want to put him necessarily in not, well, well, of course, not in any type's box. Right. But he I definitely wouldn't even want to say he's yes. the best of all 10 or yeah. all nine. Like he's, he is himself the best of anything. Yeah. So that's what I would probably say. No, that's yeah. so good. And I love it too, Beth, because... I mean, you've kind of said this already, but when we look to others, you know, that's an empty well. That's an empty source. And even as you were just talking about the two, because that's my type, and I was innerly weeping as you were saying what you just said about, you know, taking care of yourself. And it's crazy how we we are so... That, that that voice inside that shame, um, even in our own righteousness, trying to get it all together. But when we look to Jesus, like there's... There's so much grace, and that's really, yeah. really cool. Like, mm-hmm. actually, no, God's the one that's like, hey, um, actually, yeah, go take care of yourself. I don't know. There's just something really freeing about that. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. That's cool. Yes. We- it's so great when we just start to look at Christ. and Because well, what happens is once you start to recognize, oh, wait, I can take care of myself. No, wait, it's not that I can. I need to. Mm-hmm. I need to be like Christ. Yeah. The hard wiring of your type is going to throw a big temper tantrum. Yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> like, true. it's going to like double down and you will feel like, no, I can't because right. it is trying to keep you in that box. Yeah. But Christ is the freedom out of the box. And, and so what will happen is as a two starts to care for themselves, they will still care for others. We want twos to absolutely be the supportive advisors. But they can't be that unless they've actually taken care of themselves. And it's the mm-hmm. same with, for all of us. Sure. I cannot be the healthiest nine until I focus on what I want and desire, what God's calling is on me and assert myself, mm-hmm. which goes against every fiber of my nine being. Yeah. But my growth path is to move into that hard space and to to surrender and depend on the Holy Spirit to work in and through me. Yeah. So that's the biggest thing is I don't want people realizing, okay, this is not about pulling yourself up by your bootstraps yes. and doing the opposite of your personality. Yeah. This is about surrender and dependence on what he is calling you to do and that you can't do it without him doing it in and through you. That's the key. Gotcha. That's but so you funny. have you have to know how you're hardwired to know why you're getting hung up or stuck in certain places so that you can allow him to move you in the areas that you actually will not want to go down. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. But it will be the healthiest path for you. That's so good. Oh my gosh. Okay. So now that we've, we've, Do, dove, Dovin, is that the correct yeah, English word? word? It's not, but no we just, I no, made a word, mean. sorry. We <laughs> dived into those numbers. Uh, and with that knowledge now, so this will help us with that next set, can you kind of break down a little bit the six, seven, eight, and nine? Yeah, absolutely. So the sixes are our loyal guardians, and they fear fear itself, being without support, security, guidance, being blamed, targeted, alone, and definitely the fear of being physically abandoned. Mm. What they desire is security, guidance, and support. And to understand them is to understand the core weakness of anxiety. Now, any type can be anxious, but this is where they're scanning the horizon, trying to predict and prevent negative outcomes, especially worst-case scenarios. Mm. And 
they are kind of staying in a constant state of apprehension and worry. Now, the reason is, like we talked about the ones having one loud inner critic, the sixes have an inner committee. Mm. And so the ones are very confident in what their inner critic says to them, and they follow the inner critic more than they would what other people say. The sixes, on the other hand, have this inner committee that is constantly training in from all perspectives of possibilities. What could be this? Did you forget about that? What about this? What about Mm -hmm. that? And it it causes a lot of confusion, chaos, and self-doubt. So they look outside themselves with trusted either people or belief systems to guide them and to feel like they're supported and secure. Gotcha. Now, Now, for them, they are suspicious of even those that they might trust. So it creates its own dynamic and suspicion. Now, sexes can have a hard time finding themselves because they're kind of a contradictory in terms. I can't say that word. No, we got you. Um, (laughs) Whereas they can be extrovert and introvert. They can be brave and scared. They can, like, Mm. and name it. And so what you'll hear them say a lot is, well, it depends. So if you ask them a question, well, are you like this? They'll be like, it depends. Mm -hmm. Um, And so it's not that they're shape-shifting. It's just for them it depends on the circumstance and situation. But they are great um, multitaskers. They're great at seeing what could happen and being prepared. Um, They're hardworking. They're diligent. They're um, loyal, faithful, dutiful. Um, They're the glue to society. Um, And so for them, that inner committee can really derail them and so mm. what we want them to do is to find their, that they're safe and secure which is what their core longing is to hear sure. you are safe and secure in Christ That's so cool. he has kept them safe and secure now maybe not on earth right because we're still here you know in this um, imperfect world sure. but eternally we're safe and secure mm. in him That's good. now the type sevens is the entertaining optimist and they fear being deprived trapped in emotional pain limited bored and definitely missing out on something fun <laughs> yes, <true>. they <laughs> desire to be happy fully satisfied and content mm-hmm. now their core weakness is gluttony and this is where they feel a great emptiness inside and that they have to fill up this insatiable desire with experiences and stimulations and hopes of finally being satisfied and content Mm. um and so for them think of them as having a bucket inside themselves that's empty and they just keep trying to fill this bucket up and they Mm. can't understand why it doesn't feel full you know kind of like when you eat you feel full and content well for them it's there's like holes at the bottom and so the more they try to fill the more it spills out and the more desperate they feel like they have to fill Mm. and so um that it makes them afraid mm. um, and but they, they'll spin it into positive but they keep searching for more mm-hmm. and what they're longing to hear is you will be taken care of mm. they don't think that's possible because of this empty bucket gotcha. um, but that's where Christ will be the absolute satisfaction the more that they're actually still and savor the present moment and have gratitude the more those holes plug up and the more satisfaction and um, fulfillment they'll actually experience that's good now, the type 8 is a protective challenger, and they fear being weak, powerless, harmed, controlled, vulnerable, manipulated, and definitely left at the mercy of injustice. Mm. Now, they want to protect themselves and those in their tight inner circle. Um, 
you know, the core weakness is lust or excess. And this is where they're constantly desiring intensity, control, and power by pushing themselves willfully in life and even through people in order to get what they desire. Mm-hmm. Now, think of them as snowplows. Um, mm-hmm. I grew up in the Midwest <laughs> and... And eights are like the big diesel snowplows. We're not talking about a Ford truck with a little shovel on the front. We're talking right, about right. these massive diesel snowplows. Yes. And we need those, right? Yeah. Like in yeah. where I grew up in Kansas City, like if there's a foot of snow, no one's getting anywhere without these things. Mm. And so, but we what we want is that they're healthiest. They are seeing who's in front of them and they're saying, hey, get behind me. I'll plow a path for you. Oh, that's good. And they're big hearted. They're generous. They're powerful. Um, but if they nick people on the side of the road or plow over them, eh, that's not going to be as helpful. <laughs> and so, um, but, and sometimes they don't even recognize that they have that power. They, they don't even really recognize. People say you're intimidating. They're like, what? I'm not intimidating. Uh, yes. uh-huh. Um, but they just naturally have this power. And so a great example of a good, healthy, um, eight, we believe is Martin Luther King Jr. Oh, gotcha. Um, and so when, when AIDS can see who's in front of them and take the time to recognize and tell them how to get behind them, mm. man, it is powerful and it is beautiful. Yeah. What they long to hear is you will not be betrayed. Mm. And Christ was the most betrayed. Yeah. And so he understands and he is there to keep you close to him and protect you. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's so good. Now, type nine is the peaceful mediator. Um, that's me, last mm-hmm. but not least. Yeah. Um, and we fear being in conflict, um, having tension of any kind, discord, being shut out, overlooked, and losing relationship with others. We just want to have, or just a desire, is inner stability and peace of mind. Hmm. Now, to understand this is to see our core weakness of sloth. And this is remaining like in this idealistic, unrealistic world that everything is okay and we mm. remain easygoing, what happens is we fall asleep to our own passions, abilities, and desires. And we just merge with others and go along with others in order to keep what we think is harmony and mm-hmm. peace. Gotcha. So basically, we go along to get along and forget ourselves. And we've done this as little kids. And so even as we get older, people can get frustrated with us like, well, what do you want? And it's like, I don't know. And it's not like we're trying to be stubborn, though sometimes we are. (laughs) Um, But it's it's like if you were to ask me today, okay, where do you want to go to dinner? I probably just wouldn't know. I like, wherever you want to go. But even if a nine does know what they want, they still want to accommodate first and foremost or hear what others want because any kind of difference between us ensues conflict. And so they gotcha. are happy just to go along. Gotcha. Um, so like, even if you, we were like, hey, where do you want to go for dinner? Oh, I don't know. Where do you want to go? Right. Now, let's say I want Chinese and mm-hmm. I actually voice that, but you want a Mexican. Well, to me, that's conflict. Oh, you know, like, yeah. oh no. <laughs> okay. Like, yeah. You know, and everyone else is like, that is so not conflict. <laughs> but for the nine, it feels like, oh, no, like there's this tension. We have to figure something out. We have to, like, smooth it out somehow. And so that's why the nines will usually acquiesce and um, ask you first or throw it back at you. But sometimes it's because we really don't know. Now, it, like sometimes I'll, my daughter will say, okay, where do you want to go for dinner? And I'll be like, you know what? I've actually thought about this for an hour. <laughs> I literally 
don't know. Gotcha. You're just going to have to choose. Right. So sometimes that is just the way it is for the night. But sure. I really try in my growth path is to listen to myself. What yeah. do I want? Is there something that surfaces? Yeah. But that fog can be so intense inside us that we can't see it. Sure. And so for people to have patience with us and not to think that we're just trying not to know, right. it's it's a habitual thing that's been there for many, many years. Sure. And it takes a long time to figure out ourselves. Yeah. And then to move in our healthiest path. So for people have patience um, with us and a desire to help us to find ourselves is mm. a beautiful thing. Mm. What we long to hear is your presence matters. Oh, that's good. Mm. That's so good. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I love it. Love it. I've been around Mercy for a few years uh, through the runs and I've seen the impact that Mercy has, and so I wanted to know how that was done. To be able to quickly equip people with practical tools that they can take home and start using immediately uh, to make a, a life-changing impact for the kingdom is, is profound. And what uh, Empower packs into two days uh, for the cost, I mean, you. I don't think you can find a better value than what you get with an Empower workshop. These workshops are designed with you, the helper in mind. So whether you're a teacher, a parent, whatever your background, this workshop is designed to help give you healthy boundaries to be able to help others and still stay whole and free yourself. We would love for you to check them out. You can find out more by heading over to mercymultiplied.com. Well, Beth, this has been awesome. As someone who has been following the Enneagram for two or three years now, I was like, oh, I'm probably going to know the basic stuff that she would share today. You shared things that I had never heard before today. This has just been yes. extremely helpful. Um, and I really think is going to lay a great foundation for everyone for this series um, coming up. And um, I mean, truly, I'm sitting here going, there's so many other directions we can go. We yes. can talk about wings. We can talk about stress and security. We can talk yes. about triads. We can talk about <laughs> subtypes. I mean, there's innumerable um, places that you can go with the Enneagram. I feel like what it can teach you um, about yourself and about the world around you is is really endless. Like, mm -hmm. I, I do really think this is like life work. Yeah, <laughs> so um, we are so grateful for what you've shared today. I want to be sure because maybe people, hopefully yes. people today have listened and gone, okay, I need to give this thing a chance, yes, you know, yes. and want to dig right. in more. Um, I have followed you on Instagram for a while and everything you post is just gold, but yes. I want to make sure that everyone listening knows how to find you, where to find you, what resources you have available. I know that you um, just finished a book on utilizing the Enneagram in marriage, and I'm like, I cannot wait to get my hands on that thing. Yes. So if you want to share a little bit about that book and any other yeah. ways that people can find you, that would be awesome. Yeah, Absolutely, yeah. So I'll start with the free content and then kind of work our way up. Yeah. Um, so yeah, there's a lot of free resources. We have, you know, over 180,000 people following us on Instagram, and that's a great place for free content. Yes. We have um, one series um, every two weeks, so we take one type per day. I do a video highlight with the Insta stories, and those highlights actually go into our YouTube channel. Okay. Um, so for those that want to go to your Enneagram coach on Instagram and on YouTube, you'll find a lot of free stuff there. Um, at our website, yourenneagramcoach.com, we have in the upper right-hand corner a free assessment 
Now, the assessments are only as good as you know yourself. Mm -hmm. So um, you really want to know the core motivations, which is what we talked about today. That's actually the best place Mm -hmm. to go to know your core motivations. But the assessment is going to try to point you in that direction based off certain questions that we ask you. Um, So there's that free assessment. We also, um, let's see, for free, um, if you go to um, becomingus.com, this is where our marriage resources are. And it really is any relationship, right? So mm-hmm. even if you're not married, any of this stuff is going to apply to you. We've just kind of honed in on marriages. Sure. Um, but if you go to becomingus.com, there's an, a free relational a relationship assessment there. And even if you're not married and you have a best friend or a coworker or whoever, your parents, you can take an assessment and you can find out what it's like for two types to be in relationship with one another when they're healthy and when they're not healthy. Um, now the other person, it's an assessment. So you can either have them take the assessment with you, which is then you'll enter their email address and they'll actually take it with you. So you'll get results once both of you have taken it or don't enter their email address, but enter their type and you will get information on your two types together. So let's say you want to know about 10 people, but you don't want any of them to um, <laughs> take the assessment. Right. You, would just, you would just sit there and enter your, your information and their information with your email only. Um, and you'll get those through an email form. So and good. there's a ton of free information in that. It's just, it's. Anyway, it's it's a lot of really helpful information. So those are the free resources. Um, Now, we have how we coach people is through a three-step process called Discover, Explore, Become. Discover is where we're helping you to discover the Enneagram and your type. So we have a course called Discovering You. And it's going to lay a lot of what we talked about today, but even more. It's going to talk about your wings. It's going to talk about, uh, or all nine types, actually, the wings. Uh, the arrows, so mm. the level, you know, going towards growth and security and stress sure. um, and so much more. So people want to know the basics of the Enneagram to get them up to speed and how to use it. That is the best place to start. Then for those that are like, oh, okay, what Beth said today, I resonate with, I understand, you, and you know your type, you can take Exploring You. That's where we dive deeper into your type. Mm. And I have a five- uh, coaching sessions online. It's an online course, so you buy one for your type, okay. and I take you through five sessions specifically to break down your personality type into bite-sized lessons to sure. point you back to Christ for transformational purposes, awesome. and that thing is super powerful. Okay. It's like, if you've taken coaching or any kind of growth stuff, this is at an accelerated, it's like pouring kerosene on the fire, so if you <laughs> nice. want quick transformation... The Exploring You course is definitely it. And then we have Becoming. And so we have two Becoming. We have Becoming an Enneagram Coach for those that want to dive into that world Mm -hmm. and using the Enneagram with others. But Becoming Us is our book, and that comes out October 1st. And Becoming Us is uh, using the Enneagram from a gospel-centered perspective to have a thriving marriage. Um, And, again, it could be for any relationship. And so... That can be found now, pre-ordered in pretty much anywhere, Amazon, Books A Million, all those places. Um, And so what we have, though, with becomingus.com, if you go there with that free assessment we talked about, not only can you find a book and we have some events coming up like retreats, but we have courses. We have 45 courses, one for each couple type. So there's 45 couple types. 
and we have a course designed specifically for your couple pipe. So we took the time to do Mm -hmm. a course if you're a type one and he's a type three or she's a type two and he's a type four. No matter what your types are, I have done a course specifically for you and we have a workbook that is 40 or 64 pages long and it talks about all the things focused on you guys and how you derail and how you grow. So those are pretty much a plethora of a lot of resources, but what we want you to see is that we have covered the basis for anyone that can only do free all the way to the heavy hitting deep dive courses. So whatever you need, we've got you covered. That is awesome. I cannot wait to dive into more of myself. Um, And I will just quickly testify to the fact that um, you mentioned this at the very beginning, but especially because this show is for people who are maybe newer. um, If you're like, okay, I want to find out what my type is, take the assessments. I mean, those are great, Mm -hmm. but just don't stop there and don't assume, like you said, that the answer I, I took innumerable assessments and for a good year thought that I was a nine because that's what the assessments told me. Mm -hmm. But every time I listened and learned, I was like, that just doesn't feel right. That doesn't Mm -hmm. feel like that to me. And so it took me, it took me probably a year of reading and learning until I finally was like, oh my goodness, (laughs) I am a one. But the tests always told me I was a nine and I took lots of different tests from different places. So I do encourage people who are new, take it because it's a great place to start, but don't end there. Keep diving in, keep learning. And you may find that you might be actually something different so I think that's <laughs> absolutely good. absolutely yes. yeah assessments are only trying to point you yeah. in a direction but by far they're not the definitive word on what your type is yeah, for yeah. sure so look at the core motivations and when you take our free assessment you'll get a um, percentages of each of the types of where you you tested yeah. um, but click on those links and look at each of them and read about them mm-hmm. and again our discovering you course is the next place and it'll give you actually a 50% off coupon when you take the free assessment oh, nice. um, but so the discovering you course will help you to understand what the Enneagram is how to use it and then an explanation of all nine types in a in a format that will help you to discover which one is yours mm-hmm. and that's really important because it's Basically, what my goal and how I use the Enneagram is think of cliff notes, you know. So when you're reading Shakespeare, your eyes just want to roll back in your head like, what am I reading? This is so confusing, you know. And so you read the cliff notes to go, oh, well, why couldn't you have just said it like that? Like, that was so much easier. Yeah. Well, that's what I do with the Enneagram. There's a lot of great resources out there, but they're usually pretty complex and confusing. Mm -hmm. I bring it down and distill it down into some easy, digestible content. And so that's where I would tell people to start. Great. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Thank you so much, friend, for hopping on here and breaking this down. And like you said, really giving us like the real life the Cliff Notes version, you know, of the Enneagram and pointing us back to Jesus. It's it's so helpful. Yeah. You are more than welcome. Thank you, guys. Awesome. Thanks. All right. Well, that wraps up our conversation with Beth McCord. Holy cow. So good. There's so much. So, so much. And clearly, as anyone uh, may have noticed, if you followed us on Mercy Talk, that was a little longer of an episode yes. uh, compared to our norm. <laughs> but there was a lot of ground to cover to lay this foundational work, especially for any of you who are new to the Enneagram. So we hope this was helpful. Even if you aren't new, we hope that there was some new um, you know, things that Beth shared that were helpful. I cannot wait 
to continue this conversation and I'm really excited about where we're going with this. So yes. over the next three weeks, y'all, we're going to have another Enneagram expert in the house with yes. us, like literally in the house in the same room with us. Same room. Um, his name is Hunter Mobley and he, um, works and he was apprenticed under Suzanne Stabile and actually works with her, teaches under her now. If you know anything about the Enneagram, you've probably heard about the the book, The Road Back to You. And yes. she co-wrote that book and has done many other things, just recently released a new book. And we're going to kind of dive into um, specifically, like we said at the end of today, we could go a million directions with this. Yeah. But what we're going to focus on for the next three weeks is the Enneagram and relationships and how the Enneagram can be used as a tool for healthier relationships with other people, which is what Suzanne's most recent book is about. And so as someone who works very closely with Suzanne, Hunter's going to come in and I can't imagine where all we're going to go with it, but I'm really, really excited about it. So we hope that you will join us in these next few weeks. We're so glad you joined us today. We'd love for you to head on over to iTunes and leave us a review. You can also find previous episodes there. Mercy Multiplied is a nonprofit organization completely funded by our donors. We're incredibly grateful and couldn't do what we do without them. If you want to find out more how you can partner with us financially, head over to mercymultiplied.com. Mm-hmm.